Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, Download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you haven't already done so, feel free to subscribe on our YouTube channel. Rate, comment over on iTunes, and I have a surprise for you, fellas and ladies. We have returning... Roxy <laughs> Stryer and Christina Kaplan. I'm so happy to be back. Me too. I really missed the show. It was way too long being out of studio. So I'm happy to be here. I'm sorry I was absent. I am back now for a long time. Hopefully. I am. Why? Right, are you going to kick me off? I am not. And Christina Kaplan. Good to hey, have you back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back and really excited about where the season has gone in its return. I know. It's so it's so great. And uh, for those of you watching us, we are all wearing black to mourn Daniel's death. Poor it's the Danny. Funeral. I know. I really did feel the worst for you that I felt for anybody. I know how much you love him. It's a hard day for you. so sad. And did, Anna did get, didn't join did. us today because she's mad at us, I think. Perhaps. She, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, watching the after show you guys did, she said that I was dead to her. So I believe I said the same. This thing. is her revenge. Wait, did she say that about me too? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're dead to her. Oh, all right. Sorry, Anna. Let's not be dead to the audience. Let's actually talk <laughs> about the show. You. Yeah. All right. Tonight's episode called Madness. Um, it was madness in the best of ways. This was just, especially the last, the, their last ten to fifteen minutes have just been insane yes you know it's crazy i think that this season has had its ups and downs for sure but tonight's episode even like you said the last few minutes i love what they're doing i think that was really really strong the decision they made i don't i mean i don't even know technically where to begin because it all ties in so much together but i guess let's start with jack because you know um on and i talked about it last time jack was the one who kind of um he's he's really stepped doing into his own where he's kind of formulating his own plans malcolm black shows up at his doorstep as douglas taylor and i was questioning does does douglas does malcolm black not know that jack's involved with this but clearly that's not the case right i feel like he knows everything he knows all so uh, why lie about it though why not just be like i'm malcolm black 
it's that intimidation factor. And imagine, you know, he's going, he's showing that he knows where his son lives and all of that. I'm not sure if he was positive at first, but I think it, it was confirmed when he mm-hmm. got, like, his, Jack's vibe of being there. Um, and then also I, I was just really impressed with Jack that he knew that that was Malcolm. I wasn't as impressed that Malcolm knew that was what was going on with Jack, but Jack, old Jack never would have known. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, this, this nice man was looking for his dog, you know? Yeah. He's, he's like totally on top of it now and kind of like developed the like sense, the revengey sense, I guess. I, I guess mean, to be fair, around. I think it was pretty obvious when he said, you know, we, he knows exactly what happened with Kate and to say, like, hey, I'm Douglas Taylor, Kate's father. Yeah, but right. back in the day, he wouldn't have known what yes, happened with Kate. Yes, he was very naive back in the day. Okay. Well, I guess he always would have known because if, if he's doing the shooting, you'd have to be aware. But he wouldn't have done the shooting. He wouldn't have been the person he is today. <laughs> he, yes. he, I, I agree with you there. To the point that he steps in. This is the second time, you know, someone's ruined David Clark's plans. The second time. Emily was the first. Oh, this specific plan. I was going to say, I think David Clark's plan was ruined very early on when he was blamed for being a terrorist. Yeah. I, oh, there was a plan for that? Oh, okay, sure. Well, his, I mean, his plan, I'm just assuming his life plan was to not be a terrorist. So ruining. That's a good life plan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think a lot of us have that goal. Yeah, hopefully. Not to be blamed for causing the plane to cut. Yeah, I, I think that he, that was, that was an early on glitch in his plan. <laughs> So I, I I kind of feel bad for him in some ways. He he thinks he's a mastermind, but everybody keeps stepping on him. Yeah, I mean, mo- but I mean, most of everything that we're going to talk about, we're going to start at the beginning and basically just shoot right at the end. So with Jack, Jack gives away this thumb drive, and we we've had kind of the safe um, inserted in before, you know, foreshadowed, and and now we clearly worst decision ever. Yeah. So do we? We don't know exactly what is on this thumb drive, right? It's just, as uh, David said, all of his criminal activity yeah. proof of it. Hopefully there's a copy, because if there's not, that was all for nothing. I don't well, even... I just think it's confusing, because this was plan B, right? That mm-hmm. was what David was doing. So if, even if Jack hadn't stepped in, say David had failed and wasn't able to kill Malcolm, and then they did release the thumb drive then this exact same thing would have happened. So what was plan B actually? Was David just testing Jack to see which side he would be on or what was up there? I don't know. There, I think there has to be another piece to this puzzle. Like, remember he said Nolan knows. So, because if that was the, if that was plan B, David, I think would have known you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be something else that We're was missing. supposed to happen if it went that right way. But because Jack just turned it in without, you know, knowing anything about it, um, I'm I don't. It didn't. They didn't make it seem like he spoke to Nolan before he turned it in, right? He just went yeah. and did it. So. You know what? Maybe what he was thinking was if he didn't kill Malcolm, Malcolm would have killed him. Yeah. So that drive, along with David's dead body would have been yeah, maybe, maybe some footage that was going to be leaked to the press i don't know yeah it's just press strange. is always important in this show yeah i just feel like maybe he should have said that or something like he knows jack he knows jack's morally has a moral compass especially after he made the note of like oh that's sweet that you still believe in the justice system right you know right so he should have maybe i guess picked up on that I completely agree. It just I I would have thought he was smarter with this kind of situation at this point because, like we talked about earlier, he has been burned so many times. You're talking about Jack? No, I'm talking about David. David. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about David. He 
for him to trust Jack with this and tell Jack basically that he was going to commit cold blooded murder and think that Jack was going to be like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool, whatever, yeah. bro. Like, no way. There's no way. Yeah. He doesn't have to know Jack that well to know that about him. He's a cop. Come on. <laughs> He's been a cop for six months. I know. Right? <laughs> After training for one week. Uh, absurd. But yeah, so that's uh, that's Jack. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know what he's. I'm I'm curious to see, and we'll, we can talk about it in predictions what Jack's gonna do because he is he feels like crap. And and remember, they said um, the the last part is someone's head's gonna roll for this for submitting false evidence. At least I think that's what it meant. Well, didn't he said there wasn't enough evidence to hold him? Yes. So. I mean, we know that they, that Malcolm Black has a connection with somebody in the FBI. So obviously, or I don't know, maybe this thumb drive wasn't the real one. Maybe Nolan has the real one with all the evidence. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Nolan right now is busy with his own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because he finally, for once, has his own problems that he has to take care of. And he can't be messing around with Emily's life all of the time. He actually asked for her help this time. Uh, I think that, I mean, are we talking about Nolan now? Because I could. That's a perfect transition. (laughs) Oh, it's a good segue. Go Rocks. Um, (laughs) What? So I think that Nolan is really, really stepping up and growing as a person because he's finally trying to take care of somebody that isn't Emily. And what I love tonight that Emily said was, um, he said, you know, will you come to dinner? And she said, if you need me, I'm there. And I was like, yes, finally. Like, Where's that Emily been? I know. Because she, not that he's needed it all the time, but I feel like she's just so selfish about Yeah, things. she hasn't, um, she's, what's the word, taken for granted all of the help oh, that yeah. he's given her. And when he's needed, like, you know, little things here and there, she's not really willing to drop whatever she's doing and help him like he does for her. Well, so, she's just more forward about asking sometimes. Oh, well, that wasn't even true at first. He was... He was, like, giving so much, and mm-hmm. she was hesitant to receive it. I don't know, though. I just want to see, like, one scene one time where he walks in, and she's like, Hey, how was your day? How's everything going for you? You doing okay? Like, yeah. I know that wouldn't make for great television, but I'm like, come on, man. Like, care about his feelings a little bit. Yeah. But she just doesn't seem to. Yeah, and I kind of like how Nolan's kind of, you know, because we all obviously, um, Louise kind of, her picture was painted as she really was this crazy person with all these demons. And now it's kind of unfolding to where she maybe really isn't that she isn't a bad person. She has been obviously poisoned by her family. And um, how many episodes do we feel bad for? I know, right? Because I was we, like, all we, we've been nothing but. I know. On. I was like, I know. There's something. This girl, like, it's gonna be, you know, released later that she's done something or she has ulterior motives. Blah blah blah. When really now it seems like all she's ever really wanted was to have a normal life with friends and a Mom. normal, yes, a normal family. When obviously they've been making her seem like she's crazy. Well, her story is really interesting. We learned something new tonight. That it seems to be fact. Is anybody disputing that her dad died at 13 when she was 13 and she found him at the bottom of the stairs? That to me seemed to be true. I think that's true. Okay. You, and I, what do you guys think of Lyman being part of it? Being a part of what? Uh, the, what, the, whatever you want. The meds? The meds, yeah. I'm thinking, I think something's up here bigger than even we're thinking right now. Number one, I don't think he's a part of it. 
this is what would get me into trouble if I was in this world. I just believed his face. I when agree, he, though. When he said it, I just was like, I believe you, you know? No, but he's a politician, so he right, knows exactly so what to say. And, and he's, it, you know, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna have to verify with my, like, that's the, that's the exact thing to go to. That's yeah. true. But the other thing that weirded me out a little bit was how Louise didn't seem that surprised when they came to tell her what her family was doing. She was just like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. Thank you. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some, maybe she knew about this before or something. I, I know that sounds crazy, but maybe this wasn't the first time she heard that she was, that's actually what the meds were. Or maybe I'm wrong about that and it is just the mom. Or maybe it actually is the doctor and maybe the doctor's crazy and messing with her. Like, we still don't know what's up. We don't the, know. The, so does Louise actually care about the inheritance? If that's what it's really about, just be like, here's the money. Could it be all about the inheritance? Could Louise have planned this and she's pretending that she's taking meds? She did the whole thing and, like, knew Emily was going to come in. I don't know. I mean, I'm, this is going out way out on a limb. Yeah. But is she all about the money? She actually is crazy and she's trying to make it seem like her family's setting her up? I know. It's possible. I mean, in this show, honestly, anything's possible. But I think maybe... The reason why she didn't seem as surprised is that her family has done things in the past, maybe just as bad as this, to where, you know, it didn't surprise her. She was like, oh, wow, okay, well, it's just another thing that, you know, they've done to me. And because they did say there were some Xanax in there, so probably helped her chill out a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that's what's up. All right. Uh, I don't, it's like taking booze and your medication. They just kind of cancel each other out. I don't know if that's true. And I really I'm don't want to find out with this. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, let me, let me I, make but. it clear. <laughs> Just it was sketchy. The whole thing is a little bit sketchy. And I think out of all of them, I know it sounds strange, but I just believe Lyman's face. And I was like, I, I can see where this is going. And I have a long-term prediction about him, which is why I think he's good. But you'll have to wait until predictions to hear it. I agree with you, <laughs> Roxy. But I also agree with Phil that he is a politician, so he... It's true. He's good it's at lying, so maybe that's why. He's also an why. actor, so he's good at lying. Right, yes. right. So, <laughs> I, I kind of, but I'm kind of leaning more towards your thought that it is all the mother, and he really didn't know. But here's why. Here's why I don't want. I don't want that to be true. Then because what Nolan did is basically wrong, and then we're just gonna say like, oh well, Nolan's stupid for doing and saying that. I wouldn't say he's stupid. I think something sketchy here and. And if she is being poisoned... Well, that's why I want Nolan to be right, you know? And he About even, the brother? Yeah, because he even felt so defeated. He was like, you were right, Emily. And she's like, no, actually, you were, you were right. And so I want him to continue that streak. So you love Nolan Ross? Always. Oh, my gosh, I love him. You know what else we love? What? Michael Strahan hosting the Critic Choice, Critics' Choice Movie Awards this Thursday night on A&E. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. It's the 20th Annual Critics' Choice Movie Awards, um, and it's live January 15th on a and at 9 p.m. East Coast time and 6 p.m. West Coast time. As I said, it's hosted by Michael Strahan. Who doesn't love Michael Strahan? Very valid point. I would watch Maria, just because of that. Maria Menounos, our founder here, has co-hosted many a times with Michael Strahan. He is, he's like a, he's part of the fraternity here at AfterBuzz. Um, Why is and, it not a sorority? I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> Either way, we've been listening to critics talk about all these uh, all these movies all year long, and so now we finally get to see what they pick for the awards. Um, what do you pick, Phil? 
What do I pick? I don't know, but but Birdman leads the pack with 13 nominations. The Grand Budapest um, has 13, and Boyhood follows with eight, which is to me. Have you heard Buda- of any of those? Oh come on! Are you girl. for real? That's why. Get that's why she's here. on our TV network. Get, get out of here. Let Roxy and I speak for a moment. Yeah, to, to, for Grand Budapest Hotel to get eleven nominations when it came out, pretty much like almost. Uh, at this point, well, might as well call a, it a year this ago. This is that's a year insane. long nomination. That's why it's the I get that. But most most nominations come out. You know, the the the, the award season comes out later in the year. You know. Oh no, I know. For people still to be thinking about it, you know, a lot of times people only remember what comes out at the end of the year, um, such as Birdman and Boyhood came out a little late, uh, a little earlier than that. But you know, I'm pretty pumped for Birdman and all their nominations, and I think that movie is just. The, and, the best of the best. And speaking it of, it's, it's all about amazingness. Now, honorees this <laughs> oh, yes, year. Oh, yes, yes. Why doesn't he be more specific? It's about amazingness. Honorees this year for the Critics Critics Choice Movie Awards are Kevin Costner, Lifetime Achievement Award, Ron Howard, uh, Louis the Thirteenth Genius Award, and Jessica Chastain for Critics Choice MVP Award. No, oh, she deserves it. That's some uh, that's that's some big players right there. So definitely check it out this Thursday, Annie, nine p.m. Hosted by Michael Strahan. Woo woo! I'll be watching. You too? <laughs> sure, I'll watch because I don't know what any of these movies are about. <laughs> we gotta get you in the theater. Apparently, I live under a rock. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> we'll we'll lift the rock. We'll Ask help you me out. Anything about sports? And uh, I'm sure I can answer. Or it. about revenge. Or revenge. <laughs> All right. So let's 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 talk more revenge. Um, uh, it's so tough to pick where to go down next. Let's uh, go to Margot. Yeah, let's let's let's. Oh, why don't we start with man. Ben and then open it up to Margot because they tie in. All right. Yeah. I want to ask just just you know not really moving the plot forward here, but is not talking on the beach considered a date? <laughs> I mean, that should be considered a date between Ben like, and Emily. It's well, like, well, because we don't know like what they did before and after. It's like, did they just meet up, walk down the beach for a couple minutes, and then he left? I understand she's tying up loose ends, so she probably called him. I don't, you know, I don't know how they got there. So you're correct, but at the same time, the fact that they're there and kind of walking, it's a romantic setting, right? But and but my question also is, why does she need to tie up loose ends? It's not like she's has developed anything with him. It's not about the romantic side. It's about the investigation. The ongoing joke with women is like, I like long walks on the beach. Like, that's, you know, (laughs) that's like what women say. That's exactly what this was. They were on a long walk on the beach. I don't even care how they got to that place. Like, one of them called the other and said, want to go for a walk on the beach or whatever it is, even if they bumped into each other. Like, when you're like that and you're, it's not like a good friend of yours, which obviously they're not. That's romantic. That's romantic. So to me, it was a date, which was weird when he said, "Like, when am I going to be able to take you on the date?" Um, I don't know. I, I, see, I see, see for Ben's for, for for Ben's benefit, I would have said, "Like, you know what? This is nice. We should go on another one of these." What do you mean? We should do this another again. date. You, who, you as Emily or you me as, Phil? as Ben? Wait. You and Ben. Way. Okay, never mind, never mind. No, never I mind. get it. Yes. You say, like, oh, we should do this again. Meaning, like, oh, this you, is a date is right nice. now. Let's let's hang out like this again. Yeah. Or at least been like, so this is a nice first date. Like, even acknowledging that it's a date, so she couldn't really deny it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, guys, we got to look out for him at well, this point. Well, it's not a traditional date. Maybe that's what he meant. Like, he wants to take her to dinner. And It is. A long walk on the beach is, like, the traditional date. Like, just walking on the beach, no dinner. I feel like dinner is a must for a date. You need to be no. wine and dine before the before the beach. 
You know, I why mean, is that I don't the really want to go watch on the, walk on the beach, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't like to get sand on my feet and like if I'm not wearing a bathing suit. Yeah, you want to just go to the basketball game. I get it. <laughs> you just take it to a game. What, what, is, that, is, is dinner the only thing that constitutes it? No, if I said, not, Christina Kaplan, let's go see a football game, let's go to see a basketball game, that's not a date. Well, it's different. I'm saying the traditional mm-hmm. date. Not all girls are like me, Phil. I'm one in a million. So That's true. Damn. Um, Right. Um, Too bad yeah. there's six billion in the world. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm one in a billion. There you go. There's so maybe, there's six there's of you. Maybe five other girls. No, I'm one in six billion. There you go. <laughs> I, I think that's true. I think that's really true. I also th- no, maybe you're one in three billion because I think Emily Thorne is one in three billion. That girl. I don't even mean in a good way with her. With you, I mean a good way with her. Oh gosh, if you've got her, I don't know. So I'm scared for Ben. She'll eat him alive. Yeah, I think something's going to happen to Ben. Well, now, well, now that he now heard he knows. all that stuff about what Victoria said. that Everyone yeah. knows. Now ev- who yep. doesn't know anymore? Literally, let's go through all the characters. Is there one person? Victoria knows. Victoria knows. Charlotte knows. Yep. Daniel knew. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David knows. David knows. Jack knows. Nolan knows. Um, ben knows. Ben Margo knows. knows. Carl probably knows. <laughs> Yeah, his bedtime story. (laughs) Let me Uh, tell you about this girl named Emily. That's it. That's the whole cast, basically. The man who died knows. But does Luis know? Uh, No, she's the only one that. It doesn't really matter if she knows. Yeah. Because I don't. I mean, Malcolm now knows. Right. Yes. Malcolm's daughter now knew. Like, so might as well print it in the New York Times. Like no boulet. Oh, good point. <laughs> we gotta get the exclusive. Come yeah, on. that's a good point. We can't steal I stories. think she's going to. Because even though Victoria was you like, do. we have to keep this between in the family, Margot's pissed. Yeah, that was pissed. the world's dumbest decision Margo's in the world. Pissed, no, I so. think there's no way. I think there's no way that she prints that. I think maybe Ben releases the information. It's gonna come out to the public from, I think, either Ben or Margot. When she finds out that Victoria is, because she's telling this whole story, she finds out Victoria's missing, you think she's going to release this in Voulet? Like, Victoria's gone. She's MIA. She's going to get killed if you okay, release but, but this. Okay, let's take a So, okay, that's that's circumstantial. But let's say Victoria was not missing. But, she, you, but she is. But hypothetical, but would no, she want to release, if she could, would she release this information? What aspects? All of them. To I clear don't know. Daniel's name because she would, because obviously Victoria told her about all the revenge plotting that Emily did. So she would, you know, release this information saying that the whole marriage was a sham and that Emily ruined Dan- Daniel's life and ultimately got him murdered and all this stuff. You know what I mean? To clear Daniel's name, I feel like she would. I would incriminate Victoria though, and I don't think so because she's the only one alive. I don't think so. I think even though. I think I'm- Victoria at this point, like. Does she like in some sort of like she's just, she knows like her time is spent in some sort of way? Like what does she honestly like have to live for if that was to get out? Like okay, how much pain can she really suffer at this point? She has to live for David, I guess. If she I mean, she knows like okay, he's sleeping on the damn couch. No, here's what I think though. Honestly, as much as Margot's character annoys the living piss out of me, like which is just I agree. so much. I think she's a good person. I think the character actually has like a good heart, and I don't think she would release this. But I think it's enough for her to know. She just wanted to know, and she wants. To, and I think she probably, when her kids turned old enough, or her, her kid, she would tell them. Like I think that's really why she was doing this. I don't think she wants to like 
clear his name in the public and, and bring Victoria and Emily down. I don't think she's got that revenge in her the way that. Okay, so then let's go to Ben. <laughs> okay. What's he going to do with this information? That's well, another story. He's been lied to by her. I think he's going to kill Jack. He's going to reinvestigate or attempt to for sure because remember in the car he t- said to jack emily's not a killer and i'm sure victoria said oh she did this 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 you know it all depends on how much victoria him- said right right so we don't know exactly what she said but it, regardless it's going to make him suspicious of her but i feel like she said everything because she said it we have to go to the beginning yeah so, so anytime you start a story at the beginning, it's not going to be a quick story. Yeah, but all stories, you know, there's what, – what did they say? The, there's the one side, the other side, and then there's the truth. Yeah, well, this is definitely Victoria's side. Right, right. which is going to make Emily look even worse. Yeah, of course. So, it's going to make her look worse. So then maybe he is going to talk to Emily. Like, well, he, I feel like he feels a, thinks he feels a bond with her. So I mean, he's going to try to talk did. to her, but now that she and Victoria are in Malcolm Black's clutches, so to speak. Here's the thing. As a, as a man, like – Ben's pretty smart, right? Can we give him credit for there? Okay. So multiple times he's been he's been uh he's been, you know, trying to get a date and, and when he puts these pieces together of like why she perhaps didn't go on a date with him, he's been and she's she's lied to him about this clearly. And she's about to leave town. Yes. Okay. That's true. When he puts all that together, you're right. Then so, what? Because I forgot. Then about the from whole. his perspective, it's like Wow. Suspicious. I'm going, like, I'm I'm mad at her. Not Victoria. But once Margot, I mean, if he actually heard the whole story. Yeah, but as a male, you're not going to be like, okay, based on these facts, let me see the third person perspective no, no. of this. And she, okay, yeah, I see, I see where, you know, what he's going to be pissed. Is, based on the whole story, he's going to be pissed at Jack. Jack is the killer. She Emily didn't kill her. Right. Him. She, she but didn't. we don't know if Victoria, Victoria actually told yeah, that's you know that's, that's what I'm the saying. thing is we don't know all the details that she told and like I said too obviously we know Victoria is not Emily's n- number one fan so she's gonna paint an even worse picture of her yeah right and if she tells Margot that she was the killer I don't think she did though because the one thing we hear her say is he was saving her life right so I think that she did say it was Jack I, get, I bet she said that and if she did say that then I'm that's true, you know, actually, I bet you he will go to Jack first. Because Jack was trying to take some personal days. I mean, but at, but at the same time, him trying to take personal days and her leaving town, that's suspicious on both their parts. Right. Really suspicious of them together, and he knows that they have a history. Yeah. So he, maybe he thinks that Jack is Emily's Nolan, you know, that like Jack's been the partner in crime all these years. Well, I know. Well, he knows about faux Amanda, as Anna yeah. calls her, um, right? Being, faux Amanda, yeah, being Jack's wife, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sure he's going to have lots of questions, like, okay, so what's the deal? If this is really, if Emily's really Amanda, and you were, who was this girl you were married to, and blah 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 blah, blah and you know, like, why were you there? Why was He's. Yeah. I. Know, I feel like you're right, Roxy. That he is going to go to Jack first. What happens when he finds out that Alvarez is dead? Is he going to yeah, think that's that was the Jack? Other thing, that's it. Yeah. That's the other thing. Is you know. Yeah. Who? When is that going to come out? Where's his body? Like, what? What did Malcolm do with him? I don't know. Or is he really dead? Or did Malcolm just capture him as well? I mean, he stabbed him. We know that. But he also stabbed 
David Qu- and I think he killed him. him. I think he probably killed him. We, Anna and I speculated that he, he was going to be tortured because that's what he likes to do. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. If, if, if he was alive, he, you know, and, and, you know, we'll talk about kind of predictions for next episode because obviously all everything that we're talking about here I think is going to get put to the side because Emily and Victoria have to escape and I think that's yeah. what the episode is going to be. It would be interesting if Alvarez was there and they escaped all three of them and right. Alvarez would now like released evidence and whatever else. I don't, I think he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's dead too. Honestly. Um, I, we don't really have that much use for him anymore as a character. Yeah. Then again, this is revenge. So we usually, when you think somebody's dead, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Especially and David. Should, should we talk about Chibs or, I mean, Malcolm yeah, we kind of, we kind of got to. Uh, and since we weren't here last week, Chibs, that's yeah. his name on Sons of Anarchy. So, so uh, I don't know if anybody Tommy, else has Tommy Flanagan. Yeah. Right? That's the actor's name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Al, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Black. Black. Malcolm yeah. Black. Okay. Just, just Malcolm Black for me. So yeah. I'm having, I'm, I'm a diehard Sons fan and it's, been a little bit of a difficult transition for me. He's a very talented actor. I'm not trying to say anything other than that. But just because that show just had its series finale and like now we're bringing on this show and it's not the same character but both kind of like edgy. I'm just having a, but I liked him on that show. I'm like, oh, is he, does he have redeeming qualities on this show? Is he going to end up being good? And then I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I personally and I, I've never really thought, uh, I don't know, I can't say I've never thought this, but I feel like the writing for his character is, it's very cheesy to me. And I don't know if On it's- On this show? Yeah, I don't know if it's because I have such a, you know, all I see is, is his son's character, or the fact that his, it sounds like he's doing a bad Irish accent because he's trying to hide his Irish accent. It, I don't know, I just don't, I feel like all of his lines are just, they're so cheesy, whereas in Sons, he, it would just seem so natural, he was, just the acting was better in that show his acting i don't know i you felt like the character fit him better maybe yeah maybe it? just because this was the first episode where we really saw a lot more of him yeah um maybe next episode it'll be different just right now i kind of feel like his character seems cheesy how are you way. feeling about him as a as a someone who doesn't know him from that show right. i think i think he's good um at the same time you know they're giving him lines that are very uh, villainous, quote-unquote, because obviously, you know, when you go from all these different evil people, you know, at first kind of Victoria and then Conrad and whatever, like, this is our guy now, and so we have to absolutely hate him. But think about... You brought up Conrad. Think about the way that he delivered those lines. I mean, he was very good. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what I'm Anna saying. Anna would be saying the same thing. You know, she no, I know. Favorite. But that's what I'm saying is, like, I feel like... Maybe it's just his delivery because he's trying to to, to hide his accent or what. But it just but Conrad I, it also had to live with these villainous. people. Conrad had to live with these people and whatever else. And we, you know, um, him. We know our our sole purpose for him in this season is to eliminate him. He's our person to get get rid of Conrad. Yes, but that was the you know it was it was. It, it's interesting though because you bring up the fact that he is our villain uh, right now. Like he is the one and. Always we had like, oh my god, I hate to even go back to this, but like the initiative. And then um, we you know, there's Victoria, there was Conrad. But right now it's really confusing because we have a lot, uh, for lack of better words, confusing. We have a lot of different villains. Like is Elise a villain? Is Margot a villain? Is Victoria a villain? Or is she becoming good? Is David yeah. a villain? Uh, is 
uh, Ben going to become a villain or is Malcolm the villain? I just I don't even know who I like or who I dislike anymore. I guess it happens on the show a lot, actually. I agree. <laughs> I agree with Roxy. There's a lot Where's of Charlotte? like kind of questions about about a bunch of characters. Not. I mean, I think we're pretty sure that Malcolm is the top villain right now. Right. But it's like we don't really know about David because he's saying he wants to kill Victoria and then, you know, this whole flash drive and, and other things and it's like, well, what what else is going on? And then he has no soul anymore. Yeah, because he's not sharing anything with us or anyone. Um, we know Victoria's always kind of been the villain but it seems like she's almost like well, I've got really nothing left to fight for. Yeah, she's You know, I she's feel like lost. she's kind of on the decline in terms of villainous, villainous, well, villainous. Well, right, because I always <laughs> looked at her as way worse uh, than David, but when we just look at what David went through, and I'm not even saying it's his fault, but, you know, he tried to get, we see flashbacks, he tries to get that message out, and then what ends up happening is he has to murder somebody, and he does it. You know what it reminds me of? Is Homeland, how Brody obviously was a good soldier, he gets captured and brainwashed by these people. Spoiler alerts. What do you mean? The season, they're on the fourth season. Yeah, well, I don't know, I haven't seen a single one. Oh, I, I okay, well, that's the premise, that. that doesn't spoil anything, Fair everyone enough. knows he gets captured and, and brainwashed. You know what I mean? But... It, Deep down, it's a good person, but yeah, it he's used been to be a good person. But who you know? are you? So it's like same like David. You know, he's we are just seeing glimpses of the things that he's been put through. So we don't know <laughs> what else you know he's gone through and and stuff like that. So yeah, it's they're definitely. I'm just from where we started in the beginning. I'm just so happy that this season, like it, it's getting so good right now. I it's, agree. And you know, with, with David Clark. I mean, at this point, it's all or nothing in terms of Malcolm Black because you're luring him in. No matter what you do, you have to get him somehow, right? And so you're using the daughter. We know the daughter is dead. There's nothing you can do. With the, like, if, And as soon as he finds out that the daughter is dead. You know, I kind of wish she wasn't dead, though. Yeah, that he had that real leverage. Yeah. But that's what makes it conflicting because that's that's your only no, absolutely. That's the only leverage, and I agree with what you're saying. But I liked that character, and I thought that maybe we'd be able to get her on our team, and that would be some sort of different whatever. Like because she was really in love with Jack, or something. yeah, or something yeah. like fell in love. Whatever it is, but we this, don't have this her. This is sports. You don't make just trades. Like, hey, you know what? Uh, Kate Taylor signed a three year contract for Team Emily. Like, it's not how it, it works. It kind of is how life works. A little bit. Sometimes. <laughs> I'll trade you this for that. That's kind of how it is. Anything could happen for love. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was what, clearly what the happened? best love. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, As long, but only over dinner, never over long walks on the beach. Yeah, because that's not a date no. or anything. <sighs> Phil. I don't understand. I'm speaking in the traditional terms. I, I don't care. I, I agree with you. I think that all of those could be considered dates, but I'm just speaking traditionally. If you were to ask someone what is a first date, they're going to ask you to dinner. Like That's just what everyone sees as a first date. Well, maybe I'm a hopeless romantic because I like to think of cooler things yeah. than just a stupid dinner. That's that's any guy coming up with you're Dumb gonna crap. make some woman so happy someday. Phil. From and what you is can it? find from, Phil from, on Tinder these days. Can you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Can I? That would be an interesting. For swipe, all dating whatever. inquiries, uh, if you want to date info Phil, at afterbuzztv.com. Yeah. Do you think you would be able to handle Emily as your girlfriend? I'm not an amazing hacker, so no. 
<laughs> I feel like she ha- she would have a need for me. Like I I don't know what my role exactly would be. I would need to fill something role yeah. besides just like the physical <laughs> and, stuff. Yeah, and she <laughs> oh my god, oh god. But, I, but I, also she's like so. I feel like she's so smart and so just like she thinks differently than the normal person or even the uh, above average person. So I feel like she needs like a super genius, like crazy, like hacker. All right, all right, like, we get it, know? we get it, we get it. I think Phil's a super genius. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. she does say that today. She talks about her hacker best friend. Maybe she's destined to be with Nolan. You never know. Yeah, maybe he's the one. Perhaps. But I so, haven't seen. We haven't seen any Emily Jack vibes recently. There's no time for it. Ain't nobody got time for love. I almost feel like... uh, They're trying to, like, squash that? I feel like... I don't even want to say it, but I kind of feel like she's just going to end up alone. Because she picked the path of revenge. You know? Like, I feel like there's Do you mean alone, like, not even with her dad? Well... By the way, there's some weird sexual tension there, too. I'm sorry. I have to say. No, I agree. I felt that, too. I I was like, it almost... Yeah. Their hug, it was like... And mm. I don't know. And it's also that they both have the whisper voice when they talk to each other. Okay, what's creepier? If we're going to go down this route, what's creepier? Victoria and Patrick or Emily and David? Yeah, wow. I didn't realize how many times (gasps) I said that, but that was weird, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think Victoria and Patrick was weirder because, yeah, it was a a much stronger sexual tension there. I, it's so pathetic that my mind is programmed at this point when I see like a good looking man and a good looking woman on screen. I'm like, gotta be, there's gotta be it's sexual not, attention. Though, the way that they, the way that she acted towards him, it wasn't it's, that it's it was just programmed. Talk. Yeah, it is, I swear. Because I was even noticing it like Nolan does the whisper talk a lot, but like his is kind of more of like a, not swaggy, but you know what I mean? Like, like sassy. Just, yeah, kind of like it, it fits more with his personality. But David and I don't know that he, that's one thing I've said it before on our after show that his whole whisper talk like all the time. Like, t- come on, just all speak right. normal. <laughs> Let's talk about the lighthouse, ladies and gentlemen. And Montauk. I told, In Montauk. I told her to meet me at the lighthouse. A suicidal, sad mother. That's right. <laughs> so... Story comes to the lighthouse, okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And who is there? All right, let's bring it up. You gotta bring it up. That scratchy and whispery. Yeah, yours, yours is, is just like an actual whisper. You gotta have like the kind of talking, kind of not thing going on. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're getting uh, there. Yes, you're getting All right. there. <laughs> All right. Let's, I mean, how great was this scene? It was the lighthouse scene. Yes, you're a psycho. I'm a psycho. Yeah, it was scary. Why? Yeah, I mean, I know it was. It was. It was, it was so intense. Why? What was scary about that? What's scary about being shot? Oh, nothing. I didn't expect that to happen. The shots. Um, Nobody did. I know, but but I didn't. Well, did you expect I, it to be Emily though, who was texting her? It Victoria? didn't surprise me that it was Emily. I thought it really was going to be David, and he was just going to say like, "Screw it, I'm going to kill her." Um, you know, like, I don't care what Emily said. So you thought said. Victoria might die in this episode? Yeah, I did. Huh. Or, or no, well, I guess no. It would have been a failed no, attempt. No, 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 yes, a exactly. Attempt. A failed attempt. I, I didn't think she would really die. I thought he would try to, you know, she'd get away somehow. Wow, but if we killed I Conrad thought, and, then Vic, uh, and then Daniel and then Victoria, we were really going after I, it. I, yeah. I, I thought I thought somehow she was going to work into David's plan of, like, now knowing what Jack did and messed him up, it was, like, going to be, okay... How do I get out of this? All right, the, my only leverage now somehow is just to throw Victoria at Malcolm Black. 
And I don't know how that would have served, but clearly that didn't happen. Yeah. So um, Emily picked up things from her hacker friends. I knew something was going to happen because I was like, all right, well, what? she's not just going to call her here to confront her and then be like, all right, see you later. You know, something was going to happen, but I did not expect Malcolm to come and shoot them and take them. Yeah, that was really intense. And honestly, I could not be more excited for a duo. Like, Victoria and Emily having to work together. Yeah. What's better than I'm that? I'm so excited Nothing. to see what happens. Oh, it's so cool. So should we get into some predictions? Yeah. Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. By the way, if there's anything we missed in tonight's episode, uh, in our discussion, just let us know, comment, um, and uh, we love hearing from you. That's why we do what we do, and you guys have great opinions and theories. Half of them, only half, are better than ours. I would say majority, and speaking for myself. Um, no, seriously, we read every comment that you guys write. I love, love corresponding with you guys on YouTube and iTunes um, and Twitter, of course. So keep and Instagram, maybe. If you can, you know. Sure, sure. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Is this, this show? I, I do several shows. We we had the Christmas um, balls mm-hmm. made from us. Yes, Buffy. that's the, yes. yeah, but yeah, exactly. See? Those are amazing. Fan. Our fans love us. Um, those are called ornaments, I believe. Yeah, what'd you call them? Christmas and balls. I'm the Jew. <laughs> I'm the Jew. Christmas balls. <laughs> and I'm trying to teach you about ornaments. Well, where I was going with this is we need to work together. Like Victoria and Emily, so that way together we host an amazing show together. Victoria and Emily get out alive Their from Malcolm Black's. Their only hope is each other. Dun, dun, dun. That is so cool, though. I mean, it's like I don't know whether they'd rather die than work together. We'll see. It seems like I mean that's what you would think. So now, you know, after everything they've been through. It's like yeah. they hate each other so much that they would rather die than work together. But we know that they will work together. But Victoria, I mean, Emily has something to live for. Victoria could just be like, you know what? I don't really care. She's such a fighter, though. Yeah, she I always don't see wants her just to live. giving up. Which, who used the word? She's a survivor. Uh, I think that might have been an honest statement. Okay. And I agree with that. She is a survivor. But I also thought that about Conrad. And he didn't survive so well. Yeah. Sucks yeah. to suck. Yeah. Um, unless, unless he's actually alive. You never know. I know, right? I'm the, keeping the, that <laughs> hope alive just for you, Anna. <laughs> Miss you, girl. Um, yeah, this is really cool, and especially because since the two of them, every single person in the Hamptons is going to be looking for them. Like, you got to f- figure that Nolan's going to be looking. Jack's going to be looking. Ben. David. Ben's going to be looking. David's going to be looking. Margo's yeah, going to be looking. out of everyone, is probably going to be super freaked out, and he's going to know exactly where they are. Like, he knows that they're with Malcolm. And they're going to say, give us Kate, and he's going to be like... About that, yeah. yeah. She's dead. She's so. in the ground over here. Yeah. You can have her. Your, your daughter's dead, so how do you feel about giving me the two people I love back? Like, yeah. what? He's got nothing. I, I'm i predicting that David's going to have to choose. Like, Malcolm's going to say, you can have one of them. Like, who's it going to be? You know? Easy choice. Well, You have we to know. put him in a harder predicament than that. But, uh, it's, but I, is it really a hard predicament? Because he's chosen Victoria over Emily multiple times in the past. He's claimed he was going to kill her, but we don't actually know if that's true. Right. So I feel like that could be... I think he would pick Emily, but I I don't think he would... That would be a decision he's actually going to make because I think everybody's going to have to team together. Like, Margot's not going to let that happen, you know? Not that, true. So I, I think that there are going to be people fighting for each one of them. 
I don't know. But it does seem like Malcolm likes to play games. So, yeah. you know, one or the this other thing. This isn't Saw. He kind of is. <laughs> no, it kind of is. It's like, do you want your daughter to live or do you want to kill this man? Let's play a game. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to know what my prediction is, though? Sure. Oh, that's yes. Yeah, yes, that is the segment of the show. Um, this I, I teased this earlier, but I think that we're going to get a Nolan Lyman relationship because I think that he's really a good guy. And I'm not sure if Elise is good yet or not, but Louise. I, Louise, Louise, um, Louise Ellis, what I call her, Elise. Elise. Um, I combined her first and last name. I, I think that the mom's definitely bad. The brother probably is not. And, him and Nolan. He's a closet. He's closet gay. He's yeah, like, and it might ruin his political career, or and they have to keep it a secret, or maybe that becomes like his platform. I don't know. Can't yeah, Luis and Nolan just be together? I, I don't just see don't that feel happening. the vibes. No, it's very friend friendship vibe. It's, I, it's not even friendship. It's more like you're my puppy dog, and I need to take care of you because yeah, you're sick. That's like, true. No, it is kind of like that. Yeah. Um. But but I agree. I, I think I could see that happening, um, Lyman and Nolan, and I don't think that his character is just going to be done. Like they, he was only on for one episode. Like they need to. I feel like they're they're going to develop that a little bit more. Mm. So that's yeah, that's but they a can't. Good... They can, so they have to make out. Like really, <laughs> let's bring back Charlotte and Patrick and and have everybody duke it out for relationships. And what was the computer hacker's name that I always ask where he went? Uh, Javier. Javier. Javier, you come on back too. All right. And Lydia, while we're at it. Speaking of people coming back, back, you fans come back next week. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this week. Oh, and we'll we'll be back in full force. Hopefully. Uh, I I cannot guarantee that. Apparently, Roxy and I are dead to Anna. Yeah. Oh, that's a, it's a little intense. Yeah. Well, this is she's taking the we're revenge. Working out. some things out. <laughs> Fans, we're working some things out. We have to come back next week's episode. Is going to be amazing. I Absolutely. Agree. In the, in the meantime, talk. definitely comment below. Let us know what your thoughts are. And in the meantime, if you guys want more direct interaction, Roxy, you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And Anna, oh, isn't here. And Tina. Christina Kaplan, you can find me at on Instagram and Twitter at Tina Cap. Tina Cap, that's right. And we're here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, so definitely thank you guys yet again for uh, your continued support every single week. I really want to know everybody's predictions this week. I want to know what they think is going to happen for next week. You want to get millions of uh, comments? And yeah, just... I really do. I mean, I think that this is there's a lot of questions that people can answer. Yes. And you guys are wicked smart. That's right. So definitely take the time. Write them down. We'll see you next week. Woo! From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.